AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrantz, Palpocyclib. Ibrant's 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrant's and visit Ibrant's.com. Ibrant's may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrant's may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. This is Cut To It with Steve Smith Sr., a production of The Black Effect and iHeartRadio. I'm Steve Smith Sr. And I'm Gerard Littlejohn. And this is Cut To It. Cut to it, cut to it, let's get down to it, cut to it. We ask the questions you always want to know, but no one ever asks. Let's cut to it. You ain't heard about it, then we're about to let you know. Cause you know it's on. It's on. Cause you know it's on. It's that time. Oh, yes! Insert Birdman hand rub emoji. (laughs) (laughs) It's time for a segment that we... Dude, why you got the giggles, man? Because he's a dumbass. That's why. It's time for a big dummy. You big dummy. Super duper. So, of course, we, we like to either find an article or where we have something that's happened in current events, whether it's Scavenge, whatever. Just but this is one. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a North Carolina guy, but something always happens in them South Carolina. South can, Carolina you can, folk. You can bet your bottom dollar. Sorry, Charlemagne. You can bet your bottom dollar that something happens in South Carolina. So a former state trooper in South Carolina emphasis is, on former is, is accused of inviting a woman over instead of booking her at the county jail after he arrested her mm. on suspicion of a DUI. Now we're and, not going to use his name. And how did they find out that that transpired? So we're not going to use his name, but he was arrested and booked 
uh, at the Newberry County Detention Center, the Newberry. same jail, mm. Newberry, the same jail where the alleged misconduct occurred. Mm. Surveillance footage from the detention center and this officer's car camera reportedly captured these events from the previous summer. Look, when now, the red dot's on? <laughs> you, it's live. <laughs> Be careful what you say. <laughs> now, according to the arrest warrant, this officer arrested a woman on a DUI charge and took her to the detention center about an hour northwest of Columbia, South Carolina. But oh, he took the long way. Yeah. Uh-huh. But instead of booking her, uh, he asked. He shot her shot. He shot his shot. And he said, would you like to go back to my house? Would you like to go back to my crib? What, however he said it is how he approached her. She reportedly declined the offer. Danae no, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not interested. I'll pass. Listen, when you are drunk. <laughs> right. And you're telling someone no. Uh-huh. That is a clear indication yeah. Yeah. they are not so interested. She, so she sidestepped. Barry Sanders. Yeah. Heisman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and kept her balance. Yeah. So she declined the offer. And the police officer drove the woman to his cousin's house where he This must be a quote, brother. Where he, <laughs> and, where he, where he brother. quote hugged her and complimented her appearance. End quote. She sloppy drunk. Continue. And you're a police officer. <laughs> and you shot your shot. And she said no. Yes. And then you turned into, where my hug at? Now? Yeah. <laughs> and you're where my hug at? First of all, she I'm handcuffed. Like you. I'm handcuffed. I'm, and I'm drunk. Yes. <laughs> right. I'm, a, I'm off of four of these incredible hulks. Jaegermeister. Jaeger. She had seven Jaegermeisters and with like Jaeger goggles, Long Island iced teas. Like she did not have sex on the beach. She. I wasn't gonna use that one. Yeah. <laughs> she is intoxicated and is telling you no. So after, so after declining, drove the several woman to times. Her, drove the woman to his cousin's house, hugged her, complimented her. He later texted her back and offered to say, you know what, I'll, I'll get your DUI charge dropped if you, if you come back to my crib. Go so she told him no drunk. Yes. I wonder what her response is. Sober. sober. Hell no. <laughs> you know why? Because you are a you big dummy. Big dummy. Come on, bro. He didn't text her. First of all, he's texting her. So right. that means he went through the paperwork. I mean, that's called stalking. I mean, it don't look like she just gave him the the digits. Uh uh-uh. uh So I'm gonna, especially if she already had declined. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, I think is likely to say that she wasn't interested. So how did you get her number anyway? Boy, yeah. That's so funny. now the South Carolina Highway Patrol he is asking the uh, state investigators to investigate this incident. And yeah, I think pretty much this dude's gonna lose his 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 job. He is gonna lose his job. And you know Fight what? on your day off. And, and I'm sorry that happened. I'm extremely sorry that happened. But there is a little bit. You got to accept, okay? Maybe you didn't take the first no. Yeah. Maybe you didn't take the second no. But the third and fourth? Sometimes you just got to throw your hand in, man. Yeah. Just throw your hand in. You, you, you can't play every hand. Just throw it in. Goodness dog. gracious. You cannot text someone you arrested. Well, to hang. I have a. I have multiple questions. The biggest question I have is, 
why do I want to date someone <laughs> that was just showed me that they're irresponsible? Yeah, she made some pretty bad decisions. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I want her to have the children. Right. I want her to be the mother of my children. I'm not passing judgment. I know plenty of people who've done that. I know that. But, plenty but, but of if, people. But if, but, if, but if I'm in the situation right now, like, oh, yeah, her. That's what I'm after. That's like dating. You're the prosecutor and you date the defendant for murder. You know who I want? I want her right there. The one who's sloppy. The one who's sloppy drunk and tried to drive. <laughs> and hit the car behind her. She was trying to leave out. That was trying yeah. to parallel park behind her. Yeah. That's who I want. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, she just I love the way she flipped those right. U-turns. Right. I don't know. Yeah, she I'm smells just... like vomit and piss right now. I don't want her. So, anyway. Hey, her breast smells like Secret 7. <laughs> well, introducing to you, Sergeant Big Dummy. You Big Dummy. Unemployed. Right. Big Dummy. Man. Hey, ooh. I hope we got somebody better than him. <laughs> Who we got? Who <laughs> knew? Right, coming up on the Cut to It podcast, we've got Will Greer, a quarterback for the Carolina Panthers. He's a native of Charlotte, North Carolina, and he was all Big 12 playing for West Virginia University after he left Florida University. Will Greer on the Cut to It podcast. Is Man. your real name William? Yes. Ooh. William Greer. Will I am. Oh, stop it. <laughs> What's your middle name? Uh, Chadwick. William Chadwick. It's a family name. I was the firstborn, so I got the I got the family name. Willie Chad. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. William Chadwick Greer. Yep. All right, our first segment is called Get Iced Up. They're icebreakers. They're random questions. I have no idea what's coming. Smitty has pre-selected these. So Smitty, go ahead and give Will the first one. All right. If they made a movie about your life. Who would you want to play Will in the movie? Matthew McConaughey. Wow. No hesitation. He, that was like hey, preloaded. Hey, right. Yeah. You've thought about this. I before. thought about that shit, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I thought about this shit. So, how would such a great actor play such a non speaking role in a movie? Oh, damn. A non speaking role? <laughs> yeah. Damn. What you mean? Because I don't talk? No. You just you from Charlotte. It ain't, it ain't oh, fun. wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> my birth certificate has Charlotte on it too. No, what you, you to from say? Lexington. Shut my up. My birth certificate has uh, Charlotte. I'm sorry, Lexington, also known as Lex Vegas. Lex Vegas. Lex Vegas. Have you ever heard that? Yeah. 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 He's from Charlotte. Yeah. Yeah. I swear, I swear to God. He's from Charlotte. How's he not supposed to know where no, it's starting? Come on. No, right. No. <laughs> you know, I have fin- final editing. <laughs> so keep That's on dapping them up. That's a threat. No, that was a, a promise. promise. <laughs> <laughs> I knew where you were going. <laughs> All right, nah, I'm just joking. I'm joking. All Matthew right. So, we need you to sing any verse of Hail West Virginia. Hail West, the fight song? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's West Virginia. It's West Virginia. The pride of every mountain here. Oh. Come on, you young lads. Come on, you old grads. It's West Virginia. Now we cheer. Rah, rah, rah. He, he got part of it. Yeah, I, I'm looking. Into the first see, verse. It's bro. into the first verse. See? I, I, don't, I know that's right. You had down yonder at the bottom. Listen, I won a lot of games at West Virginia. We sang that song every Ooh, time we big won. Big flex. Big flex. 
West Virginia is not a big flex. It's <laughs> one game. <laughs> we won a, hey, we won a lot of games. Yes. Won a lot of games. Speaking of West Virginia, can you pull up our fellow West Virginia alumni who rated himself? <laughs> I know where you're going. Who rated himself? Did you see that? No. Uh, what Tavon Austin posted about oh, the top no. ten college football oh. players? He rated himself. Oh, he said he was Tavon. No, Austin. no, no. Read the tweet. Let's. I, I have to find. I have so to find the picture. I don't Tavon have Austin like rated himself as the top. He rated the top ten best, most exciting, college most football. exciting college football players. Okay. Would you like oh. to hear of all time? Would you like to hear some of the people he had? Keep keep padding. I gotta find it. He had some. Um, where would do you think Braxter Miller is on, on that list of all time? Yes, of college players. Is that like he's high on the list, or that's a tough question because he's in the football fraternity, and I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> no, I li- look, I like the way Braxton Miller plays football. I don't think he's in the top ten most exciting. All right, I'll okay. give you the list. I got the list now. But yeah, you're absolutely wrong. We'll go, I'm going to well, go. I'll go first. I think that's it. We're going to count down <laughs> ten to one, all right? All right. Number ten. This is Tavon Austin's list. Okay. Number ten, Jabril Peppers. All right? Yeah. Number nine. I mean, this is a pretty, like, is this, like, in the last couple decades or of all time? This is all, all time. time. All time. Yeah. Jabil Peppers, all time. <laughs> all time, bro. All time. Number 10, Jabil. Oh, buckle up. Number nine, Michael Vick. Okay. Number I, nine. I like that. Number nine? No, I like that he's in the top <laughs> 10. No, that's number respect. Nine. I, I, yeah. No, he's up there, though. He's number. He, hold on. He's he, a, oh, way up. He's a step <laughs> ahead of Jabril Peppers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For context a sake. A step. Yeah. He one, just ran a 4 2 7. Yeah. As a 42-year-old man, yeah. and he's barely a step above a guy who cannot run <laughs> a 4-2-7 in his 20s. Yeah. Michael Vick is my favorite football player of all time. Okay. Uh, agree. So cool. Agree. I love Tavon Austin. Yeah. I already don't like this list. Okay. okay. Oh, well, <laughs> you just get ready, bro. <laughs> Number eight, Peter Ward. He's, up, he, he in the, he's mean, on the list. Peter Ward is still... Two steps yes, above Jabril yes. Peppers. Number seven. And a step above Michael, Michael Vick. Michael Vick. Yeah, okay. I don't agree with that. Then. Number seven, Braxton Miller. <laughs> two steps. <laughs> two steps above. And in front of Michael Vick. Mike Vick. Yeah, I don't, I don't agree with that. Yeah. Number six, Lamar Jackson. I, li- I like Lamar. He's, he's in there, man. He had a... He Go was ex- he was electric in college. Yeah. He's, he's, yeah. He he had he deserves to be in the top ten. I agree with that. Number on five the, on the same list as Jabril Preppers. But continue. <laughs> Number five, Johnny Manziel. He was exciting for he a year. He was exciting. Yeah. He was exciting. No, he's not more. I, again, I, I don't would like the order. Have Tim Tebow <laughs> on this list. <laughs> Johnny, Johnny football is my guy, though, man. He was, he was exciting. He, he could that, be your guy. In the, context the of, in the context of exciting, well, you, he was hold exciting. On. Right? All time. It's exciting. It's exciting. Is greatness. Yeah. Johnny Manziel is not great. On the exciting now, we ain't, list, Yeah, though? we ain't saying – the only thing I will say about this, I we ain't saying the best plays all time. I didn't say exciting. best. Yeah. In any list that there's one through ten, yeah. Johnny Manziel is not on my ten. Yeah. <laughs> all right. When no, you talk about all time of anything. Okay. Number, That's fair. And especially when we talk about all time, and we're rating them in order. Or, yes. Now, there's a different thing. 
Number four, your teammate, Christian McCaffrey. Exciting. Yes. Yep. Continue. Number three, Saquon Barkley. All time. Keep, keep going. Number two, on the list of most exciting college football players of all time, number two is Tavon Austin. Mr. Gadget himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's number one? Number one is Reggie Bush. Okay. I think we can all agree on oh, right? yeah, like, that. You, you, can, you can argue that. Number so two is yeah. Tavon Austin. So there's Reggie Bush. Tavon Austin, Tavon number two. Austin. So here it is. Reggie Bush, Lambo. Yeah. Bentley, Tavon Austin. No. No, no, yeah. no. Yeah. I'll say this. He made the list. He made the list. That's the – He made the, No, he made I, his own list. That is his list. Yeah. So we, after this banter, we discovered it was his it list. Because it, <laughs> it, it was trading on social media. Like, it was on ESP and all this stuff. And I look in the corner, I'm like, wait a minute. Source, Tavon Austin. It was on his social media. Like, bro, I, how you going to do that? I love it. I love, I love Tavon Austin, number one. I think he's – I think he was one of the more electrifying players in ever in college. I mean, he did some – like, mm-hmm. whatever he did in the pros, whatever. You, he's a, he's a hero in West Virginia. Oh, God. Yeah. He's a hero. I, he should and be. He made the list. I, if I made a list, I'd put myself up high too. You know what I mean? Like you gotta no, have. He didn't put himself up high. Yeah, it, I mean, it's, you put yourself. He was at the mountaintop, and that brother's at. Yeah, he, he on the Mount Rushmore. That, that brother at the tip. <laughs> I was. I, <laughs> That's why I said at the tip. No. I, <laughs> no. All I'm saying is I respect the confidence. I don't. <laughs> Not one iota. Nope. If he was sitting right here, I'd tell him, absolutely not. That's hilarious. I'm not going to slander my West Virginia. No, no, we're not expecting you to. First first of all, I'm not. The list I don't agree with. I'll say that. The list I don't agree with. First of all, I'm not slandering. I'm just stating when when I hear all time. I hear you. Tavon Austin is not on the list. Johnny Manziel and Braxton Braxton Miller. Miller. And here's why I'm not even on the list when you're talking about a guy like Peter Warwick, yeah, yeah, Michael Vick, yeah, Reggie Bush, yeah. Mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson. Austin. Yeah, I will say when you talk about most exciting, I mean what Tavon did against Oklahoma, like put up six five hundred something all-purpose yards. I, I did. Like, be honest, I, I didn't watch. <laughs> I really did. The guy's exciting from a return. Like was, every time he was I, back I, returning a kick, I really didn't. Watch. Something could happen. You know what I mean? It had that that Devin Hester feel of like he could break whoa, anyone. Whoa, <laughs> he did. Whoa. And Devin Hester, Devin that, Hester's on that he list. He actually is should be on that list. He should be on that yeah. list. See now, Devin you, see, now you're barking up my tree. Yeah. Devin Hester should be on. And that we didn't list. even talk about that last so time. So Devin Hester d- was outstanding in college, and it transferred to he was also outstanding in the pros in the league. Yes. Tavon was outstanding in college. Watch him in the pros. Still waiting on it. And my we clock is fast. We're only going off college football, bro. I, it's, th- it's still fast. <laughs> Are we moving on? Okay. Are we? Yes? I, we, we can move on. Okay, cool. Appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you. All right, number three. Give us one thing that you are afraid of or scared of. I hate snakes. Really? If I'm walking around outside, even in like, a backyard that probably never had a snake in it. I look around for snakes. Oh, okay. All right. I'm I'm scared. I'm terrified of snakes. Not spiders, though. 
Some people like everybody. Sure, everybody's You're not scared of spiders. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm because not. you went to you, it up. you went to spiders real quick yeah. and looked around no. like you had to. So spiders though. No, yeah, but here's my said, thing. Unless you got a, unless you got a damn spider. <laughs> <laughs> you said it like we said spiders, not spiders, huh? <laughs> no, I was like, right. okay. No, but the reason I said that though is because most people say the spiders are like scarier or they're more scared of spiders than they are of snakes, and I totally disagree. Okay, all right. You never. I just, people always say they're scared of spiders. I don't that's know why true. they say they're scared of spiders. I'm not yeah. scared of spiders. Heights. That's a, that's a common. I'm not scared of heights. I don't do heights. I don't like heights. Do you get shaky? No, I just don't go. You just don't. You just don't. <laughs> I, don't <laughs> I don't know to go. I don't know to get shaky. Yeah. 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 I was like, hey, that's no. I'm good. Like how? Like how high does it start to like? I'm not. I doing don't that. go. Yeah. But like what? Like so? Like you don't. So you don't get on a ladder? Like if you? Yeah, I get on a ladder. You so, don't want to go to. But the top I'm of not like getting on a ladder. To go up on a... Sears Tower. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not... It, like, a huge... Like, my house is a huge, but I can get on the roof. Yeah. And you're cool. I'm cool. Okay. So, it's like... But you won't go on the, like... Uh, uh, like, the tour of the Empire State Building. Like, you I, don't, I you're not do interested that. in going there. I wouldn't there. do that, no. Um, I've, talk, t- I've been there. I've taken an elevator. I don't look out on the edge. Yeah, okay. No need to. Exactly. Why do I, I need to look down? Line. I don't need to go on the edge of nothing. Yeah, I'm straight. I'm now they now it's different where they have cages. They have uh, the stuff so you don't look over there because some people have attempted to do some things that are not very good. So, all right. So last one, and I think this is really interesting. <laughs> Would you rather lose your front tooth or shave your head? I'll shave my head all day. All day. I would have thought you wanted to, you, you wouldn't want to. I get, I get why you think that. Why? Why? Because I got long hair. Like I've been, my hair's been, I've been growing my hair for like two years now. But I'd 100% rather shave my head. Why? What, what, what would losing your tooth do? I don't know Uh-oh. that it would do, like, what, can we replace it? Like what, what's the, like. <laughs> No. I mean, it's, it's straight lose your fronts. I mean, like it's, you it's your <laughs> ugliness. However, you want to fix it. I mean, I, I, all right. I'll say this. Look. I wouldn't mind having a buzz cut at all. I would mind if I had to walk around without a yeah, front tooth. It mess, it mess up your whole. It mess per- up my whole. Your shit. whole person. Yeah. Your, whole, yeah. your whole spiel. Huh? Yeah, everything. Yeah, I, well, I'd be, so if you if you lost that to the wife, if, you, if you lost your tooth, <laughs> how confident would the whole beard and hair thing go? If I lost my tooth, it's not. It, it's the, it would just mess it all up. Huh? Yeah, the whole yeah. thing. The whole yeah, thing. The, like the smile, everything. Yeah. The confidence. Like, He'd be a lineman. That Duck Dynasty. Yeah, you, you'd have yeah. to be a lineman or a hockey player. Like yeah. you don't see hockey players that like out, you know, on movies so and stuff. The whole number five. We don't even have a five. If you could not be a wire, uh, not be a quarterback, could you still play football? That I've thought about this. It's a tough. Like so. Actually, David Sills, one of my receivers at West Virginia, was a quarterback. Oh, I that, don't know who he is either. So, so he, huh? he was a quarterback up until when I – he he came back. Slight first flex. year playing receiver. <laughs> Seriously, first year playing he, – he was a quarterback his whole life, came back, played receiver, and caught like 25 touchdowns. Who threw it to him? Me. Oh, okay. And then, yeah, hum, <laughs> humble brag. Yeah. We call, we call and him he, flex. And he plays Slight like, flex. Just one. He's on – He's on the uh, he's with the Giants now. At least he's oh. on the active roster and stuff like that. So and he made and now he's granted he's probably a better athlete than I am. Uh huh. But he had never 
played receiver ever and okay. was able to make that switch. We have to take a break, and more than anything, we gotta pay some bills. Mm-hmm. Need that check. I love cut to it, and I I love it even more when you download us and subscribe. And you can follow us on social media too, Smitty. Where where at? That's at Cut to It on Instagram. What about Twitter? At Cut to It. Facebook. Cut to It featuring Steve Smith Senior. What about online? And you can follow us at CutToItPodcast.com, where you can buy merch and you can subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. I got all my answers. Question. Um, I got all my questions answered. That's what I'm here for, brother. CutToItPodcast.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, palbociclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Did you always know you wanted to play uh, quarterback? No, so I, yes, in a way. I also played basketball and baseball growing up. I loved both. Positions. Uh, basketball, I was a shooting guard. Okay. Um, and then in baseball, I kind of, I jumped around, played shortstop, center field, first base. I, I was a catcher. Mm. I was a pitcher. Did, did you play those prior to football? I played it all kind of all together, right. yeah. So I started playing football when I was like seven. Loved, I loved football. Um as I got older, I got my first offers in football. So to back, where? East Carolina was my first offer ever, oh sophomore year, and then uh, it kind of took off after that. But I that that was like my first. That's when I started. Those are my first offers. So I mm. you know kind of committed to football after mm. that. Um, I had played other position. I I played safety growing up and stuff like that. But when it came down to like what I was going to play in college. I mean, quarterback was the only shot I had. Um, you weren't fast? 
No, I was fast. I was a really good athlete, but I, I never I, I was the quarterback of my team. I never practiced playing receiver or anything gotcha. else. So I like again it would have like and I probably could have made the switch then and done something. But now it's too late. But yeah, it, I mean it got too late in, in college yeah. for sure. I mean, all that's all your fast switches left. Man. All right, let's get down to it. All right, so where where are you from and the place you call your hometown? So I was born in Charlotte, mm -hmm. UNCC. I lived up north, about 20 minutes north of here, kind of moved around a lot. My parents were divorced, uh, so I lived with my mom most of the time, and I, my dad kind of got more custody as we got older, so mm -hmm. I bounced back and forth. But they, they moved a bunch, so mm -hmm. I kind of say Charlotte just yeah. to generalize it because I didn't live in one place for more than mm -hmm. you know three. I think I lived in Davidson for three years with my mom. Mm -hmm. That was probably the longest I ever lived in one place. How did that really shape your your view on the world? Because Charlotte has grown so much, mm -hmm. right? I know it's it's changed my view of the world. Um, you know, when I first moved here in two thousand and one, compared to now twenty twenty one, it's Charlotte is a whole different place. Downtown, uptown is considered actually it's 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 ever changing. I have some family that's that's from Charlotte too. Oh My no, dad. you got a lot of family. We're gonna talk about that because yeah. I always run into people. I run into Will Greer family folk. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. And I'm like the, Greer, Greer. the Greers are legendary. Yeah. In Charlotte. Oh, I know. Celebrity. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's my nephew. Yeah. A lot of my family's been here a long time, so they've seen it even more drastically. I mean, I got my dad's uncle, is 66 years old was born in Charlotte and has been here for 66 years. Wow. So you talk about, like, the growth. Like, he was here when Tryon was a dirt road. Yeah. And there was no uptown Charlotte. No. Yeah. yeah like, I, it, was not, it was not the place you see today. Mm -hmm. that, I mean, that's the, that's the thing. Like, even my dad, you know, was, was born and raised in Charlotte. He, he lived kind of over by the, uh, the YMCA in Carmel. I mean, now Carmel's like this, you know, nice, nice. Yeah. super nice neighborhood and everything. It, but he, I mean, he'll drive around and, I mean, even more so than me. So, I mean, I was here 20 years ago. I'd come down to the, even the city or whatever mm. and um, drive around. And, I mean, it's South End mm. to, to see what it is now just for me. But my dad, for my dad, it's like the neighborhoods. Like, you see the, the houses. Like, the, I mean, they're just knocking down houses and mm. building million-dollar houses everywhere around, like, surrounding the city. Mm. Um, and just, it, it's it's like... It was neighborhoods that he grew up like riding his bike in. You know what yeah. I mean? So playing, playing stick ball, playing football, yeah. playing. Yeah. And to see just the, I mean, just the traffic alone. Yeah. The the roads, the stores, the everything that's like grown around the city even is like so different yeah. than than it was twenty years ago. Um, so you know, just in that in that aspect, you growing up and seeing this place grow. And obviously, growing up, when, when were you born? 95. So, 95, when it was just a, a thought of a football team. Mm -hmm. And then possibly going to the games and then eventually now participating in, that game, in those games and being in that jersey. Mm -hmm. what, what is it like for you? Yeah, so it's, it's, it's crazy. So... Um, but it, put put more emotions on the crazy part because it's not it's not often that someone grows up in the city they end up playing. In. Yeah, like that's it's it's not normal. Well, I, I I mean when I was 
coming out of the draft, Carolina wasn't even on my radar. Like I, I, I mean, I was one of the like top guys. So I was, you know, thinking of the quarterback needy teams and like, who's like in the teams I'm meeting with or whatever. And, um, as I started to fall in the draft and Carolina just picked me up because of value. Like they just picked me based on, you know, they didn't need a quarterback. I mean, Cam was here, they had Kyle coming back, whatever. Um, so it was, I was kind of surprising, but when I, you know, it didn't really sink in until Uh-oh. I put the practice jersey on and went out to their practice field. And I was like, cause it wasn't on my mind to, to come here at all. Okay. You know, I was going to play football you know, you were, going, you were going to a job. Yeah, to yeah. play football. And then when I came here, it made it like uh, this whole like, you know, hometown thing. Like I'm looking for a place to live in my hometown. Yeah. yeah. You know, and and it, you know all the little nicks and crannies. Yeah. yeah. You over there like. And, we, and everybody knows them, right? Yeah. As, as much, oh, yeah. As I much mean, success you had. And, and, family's all yeah. here. I mean, like my, my, my family has gotten to watch my kids, you know, grow up. You know what I mean? Like that's mm-hmm. something that I don't know if I would have had if I went mm-hmm. somewhere else and. You know that that's been really cool, but it was it was never I never related the like NFL to playing for Carolina. It wasn't like a thing that I ever like I guess wanted or tried yeah. to manifest. So you obviously watched a game or two in your you know when you were younger, and then that first time you're dressed, you know, not necessarily playing but just dressed, or you out at. Uh, training camp at, at, at Walford, and then you're out at FanFest, and you're out there practicing, and now this time instead of watching and observing, you are a participant. How was that? You have to kind of – I had to kind of almost block that child. Like Why? Because I, I, I had to perform. Mm. Like I quickly would like go there and be mm-hmm. like, damn, this is cool. Like I, I – mm-hmm. you know – this you're right like I would grow up you know I've watched you catch that post in 2003 against the Rams oh in the okay, playoffs. Okay. I was like oh, yeah those okay. skinny posts is nice yeah. you scored with it yeah, and, appreciate that. and then I like my uh I even went to a couple Panther games and like sat in the stadium yeah. when I was younger growing up just because I played football my yeah. dad knew I liked to play football it took me to games whatever so I would like even in the stadium, like I, I can look up and you see like seat, where yeah. I sat. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And like I and I'll do that real quick what's, and then I'll like seat was it? refocus. It was it's in section two twenty nine. Yeah. Wow. So it's like right above the right above the handicap. Yeah. But it's it's all the way it's, it's all the way up. So it's under the uh third second slash third level. Yeah. Right. So you got the suites and it's right there on the cusp right yeah. there before you, you go to the nosebleed. Yeah. 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 The reason I'm asking is uh I got an opportunity to play in Candlestick, right? Being a 49ers fan, mm-hmm. never got the chance to sit in Candlestick. But just to be there and go through it, I remember the first time my rookie year, we played San Francisco at Candlestick, and it was awesome. But I, 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 I sat in the moment. I was gonna say, did you do what Will no, did, I did and, not and checked out? Up. You didn't oh, try to check oh, out? No, I, I was like, man. I'm playing Morton Hanks, yeah. right? I live, I live that moment because for us, they, they end up leaving. They end up, you know, them on a place two, yep. three years later. And then they moved to the NFC West. No, we moved to the NFC South because I was still in the, NF, the <clears throat> NFC West where it was Rams, Carolina, 
Atlanta and San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And then San Francisco left Tampa, filled yeah, that void, yeah. and they realigned. So yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't, bl- I didn't block it out. I, yeah. I actually sat in it, and it was really, really cool. Yeah, I, yeah. I've done it a few times. Like, uh, like I said, like if I'm when I go out to like play or practice, yeah. I have to like, I have to block everything out and just lock in on the Why? game, just because it's whatever is going on in my head. Like I need full. I, I block. I don't listen. Like I block everything out and just I'm on. I'm on the field. Like that's yeah. just the way I've always played. Is like I'm in between those lines. I'm I'm all. I know, football. but I'm 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 saying you got to live that because it'll help you actually be a little freer. Yeah, I think I think you're right. And you need to actually think about it, and actually will tighten you up. So you then you can go out there and you can start out. You can start. You gotta. Did you ever go to a practice? I did. Okay. My mom took me down to Wofford. All right. So who's who's the quarterback? Um. At that time, Jake DeLone. All right, he was out there throwing a pass to somebody you may know. So if he's throwing, he's out there throwing that pass. It was nice, and then that that wide receiver went up and get it, right? Mm-hmm. So why can't you mimic that, right? So you still have that little boy inside yeah. of you that you go. I'm just be, I'm be gun yeah. gunslinger Jake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me throw it to my guy. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, ah, you just throwing it, and now it's less of a job. Yeah. No. Now it becomes you just kind of you you kind of just you play on house money, yeah, right? Yeah, no, I agree. I think I think there's a, a balance yeah. in that. Like I think that I could be better at living in the moment and, yeah. and being more loose and playing like having that childlike. It's uh, still a game now. You still yeah. go out there. You still you still go out there and just and sling it and. Receiver go out there yeah. and try to make that one-handed catch or that mm-hmm. that impossible. You got to have a little bit of that yeah. for sure. Yeah, for sure. Because you got to be able to do it. Mm-hmm. Like that was one thing I always did in practice. I would catch a ball a certain way just to let me see if I could try this. Like I'll let a ball if I'm going on a deep over, and the quarterback throws and leaves me, I would let the ball go over my head and I catch it right there. Yeah. To where in the game where I had to concentrate, I know that guy's gonna hit me, but if I'm doing this. I'm going to drop it. But now if it goes over there, bang, I'll just right there. Now he comes hitting me. Whoop, All right. right there. Yeah. You know, just kind of living that childhood. Yeah. So, so speaking of childhood, how would, you, how would you summarize the way that your childhood affects you as an adult right now? I think the, the main – when I think back to, like, my childhood, it was surrounded by sports. Like, I grew up playing football, basketball, baseball. Um, I just love to compete. It's what I did. So I, I, most of my childhood memories are me sitting at AAU tournaments, basketball, baseball, whatever it may be, um, and playing ball. And I think that I learned so much of my life skills from being on a team, playing sports. Um, that kind of got – I mean, all I did, that kind of got me away from doing anything else on the weekends because I, I filled my schedule up with um, – with tournaments and games and practices and I just wanted to be great at whatever I was doing. Like I was, you know, practicing my left hand with basketball or like hitting balls in the cage or whatever, whatever the sport was, like I was just all in and just focusing on that. And I think now that I'm kind of in the professional field or like now it's more of a business, I've started to kind of, you know, peel back the layers of like what's outside of sports, right? You know, because I feel like I lacked a lot of that 
growing up. Like I, I, I was so, I guess, focused on sports that I, I wasn't opening my eyes to the rest of life and the world. Um, so I think the past, as an adult, you know, especially having kids, you know, I've kind of started to, you know, see life for what it is and see kind of where I fit in or what I truly care about other than just football. So do you feel like you miss something? <laughs> I, I don't feel like, I, I think miss something is, is fair, but I think it's, it's more so just like I, 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 I wasn't as in tune with just, I, I was just, I, like I said, like I kind of, bla- I just, yeah. you know, block everything Straight else out yeah. and, and play sports. Cause I didn't want to, I, maybe I didn't want to deal with that or maybe mm-hmm. like something was going on and like, I didn't like it, so I, you know, I'm just gonna block it out. And I think I did that so much in my childhood that I maybe missed out on experiences or opportunities to, you know, get creative or see what else that I may have liked other than other than sports because I was just so hyper focused on it. Um, but I think, it, you know, as an adult now, I have an opportunity, and especially especially with my kids, to kind of explore childhood again and, and do some things that, you know. Not that I didn't have an opportunity to do, but I didn't really take advantage of when I was a kid. Yeah, I'm definitely an overthinker. Quarterbacks. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm definitely an overthinker. But that is something that, like, it. I, I wish, and and that, I think having kids is really what brought it to my. Like, I, mm. I want my kids to just like, be create, explore, mm. do things. Like that's. I wish I would have done more of that. I mm. guess, and let my emotions like. Don't block out sadness. Don't block out anger. Like, just feel it, address it. Like, those are the kind of things that my whole childhood I like just blocked out. And I think it, I think it's healthy to to experience those things. So playing multiple sports growing up, and your dad being your football coach, how was that? <laughs> Interesting. We got uh, do tell. Yeah, no, we helicopter dad. No, not no, not really. I mean, especially okay. since you know. My parents were divorced. I lived with with both of them. He wasn't a helicopter dad or overbearing or anything like that. Um, but he was my football coach, and we butt heads mm-hmm. a lot because I think you know we're similar in a lot of ways. Really? We're, yeah, we're both very passionate, right? Especially about football. So as you know, the coach quarterback, he's calling plays. I'm the quarterback. Uh-oh. There's generally things that we would just. You disagree know, on yeah disagree butt heads all the time especially well, how, when you say disagree how does a disagreement between a father and son yeah, how do you separate and a that head coach and quarterback how do you, how, yeah yeah, yeah separate it's, that. it's it's please tough. explain that to me because uh i just got to make the dinner table interesting <laughs> damn the dinner table to walk home the <laughs> ride home <laughs> everything how should i say it his ride home your walk home <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> exactly no and he, i mean it was it was definitely you know, an interesting dynamic. I think he handled it really well. I think I handled it poorly a lot you, more than he that? did. Why do you think that? Just because the the way that I would I, I was I would I was dismissive sometimes mm. to him as a coach, but him also as a father made it tough on our relation our father son relationship. And I think the way and our, our relationship's great now, by the way. Like I, I think that that experience kind of made our relationship even stronger when I was an adult and playing somewhere else. And really, he was being really tough on me and hard on me to prepare me for college, prepare yeah. me to his in his mind, you know, he was going to beat me to the ground, you know, like really be as tough as possible 
on me in every aspect to make me better. That's kind of how he was raised and how he wanted to raise me. And I kind of saw it as not that in What'd high you school. See? Yeah, how did you see it? I just, did I you think, say that he was picking on you? Not necessarily that. I just think it was, I, I saw it as, you know, I'm, I'm like, I'm doing everything right. I'm doing what you told. Like, he, even when he was wrong, he wouldn't admit he was wrong. And because he wanted to be, he wanted me to just say yes, sir, and move on. And as uh, him being my father, I wanted to just talk to him and be like, like, no, you're like, you're wrong. Let me let me tell you my perspective of this or whatever. But he was trying to be the coach that's like, you're not I don't want you to come to me with excuses. I don't want you to come to me with any of that. Like, just yes, sir. Move on. Do it right the next time. And I think that was the toughest part of the the relationship aspect, because, you know, I I think it, when when you go home and it's your dad, it's very different. Yeah. than when he's out there on the field. And I think when I was done playing for him, I realized what he was trying to do. But in the moment, even if he's telling me that, so, so let me, you can't so, understand So let that. me play this out. You want to explain to the head coach, and who happens to be your father, and he didn't want to listen to it. So then you go down to college, and now the coach that is giving you instruction who is not your dad. And you can't be dismissive. And you can't be dismissive, and you still can't debate with them mm-hmm. how did that work out for you i i was i felt as prepared as i could be when i went to florida i was i was will muschamp was the was the head coach and he's known to be fiery and passionate yep. yell at people or whatever and none of that phased me at all i mean i was for whatever i think you're that, used to it at that point yeah i think that it really for whatever reason no it's a reason no it has it's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you don't want to give him credit. Oh, there's a reason. No, no, no. If I was saying for whatever it's worth, I think oh, okay, he, okay. I think he, like, I, I think what was he over the top sometimes? If you ask my uncles, yes. Who, <laughs> my dad. dad. Oh, yeah. okay. I was about to say, yeah. Will. Like you asked. No, I, I think he did. You know, and he'd tell you. I think sometimes he crossed the line. Not yeah. nothing crazy, right? Yeah. And it wasn't. All, but I, I do think that it prepared me for college and for life. And so, I see so that. coming out of college, you signed with Florida. Florida. Yep. And what years were that? That was 2015. 2014 and 15. And then how did that work out? So I redshirted my first year. This Who's the quarterbacks? Jeff Driscoll and uh, Jacoby transferred the year I came in, Brissett. Okay. So it was Jeff Driscoll, and then me and Treon Harris came in the same year. Okay. Um, we So 2014, I redshirted. Muschamp got fired after the South Carolina game. We didn't have a good year. Mm-hmm. Um so he got fired. They brought in um, Jim McElwain. Doug Nussmeyer was the OC um, coming in 2015. Uh, we, me and Treon were competing for the starting job in 2015. Competed all the way through camp, up really up until the first game. We split time in the first game of the year. Um, and then I got the nod for the next five games after that. I, I guess I kind of won the competition in, in that game. Um, and we were rolling mm-hmm. six and zero. Oh, like we beat Ole Miss the week after they beat Alabama. They were like number three in the country. Mm-hmm. We were ranked super high. Our defense was super good. Like we we had a, we had a shot to and go then, win. And then I got suspended. I think it's about that time. Just uh, take a little breather. Good do it. Good do it. Let's get down to it. 
Hey, mm-hmm. Gerard, where did you get that T-shirt? You mean this thing? Oh, yes. I got it from CutToItPodcast.com, where we have exclusive merchandise. Shout out to our guys at 704 Shop. But yeah, you can go on, buy you a T-shirt, subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, palbociclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. So I got... Suspended for a year for PEDs, performance enhancing drugs, and no. I, to this day, yes, don't know Which, where it came from. Okay, I didn't know, so I, that's why I was like, mm, yeah. So, so the way the way, it went, <laughs> no, the way it went is I I uh, I came. Coach Matt called me into his office one day. He's like, "You failed a drug test," and I was blindsided. I was like. For what? Like I, you're like, man, I took that golden seal. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so I came in and did Rick the... told me at GNC, I'm a god. <laughs> yeah, you can't trust. You can't trust any, especially back then. Yeah, like, you can't trust the Rick at the GNC. Yeah, not the GNC guy. Yeah. They man, always try to upset you. Hey, some stuff golden seal want. would clean everything out. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know what that was. <laughs> I. I <laughs> Yeah. I was I, I was I was young. Yeah. I was I didn't even know what you took. That I, I didn't know that that was even a, like I, when I thought PEDs, I'm thinking like steroids. Yeah, or something. you're straight yeah. to the top. Right. Yeah. So I didn't know like that could be cough medicine. Now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. I mean it's it's crazy. And like I I at the time, like I said, I was just young and I didn't. I mean I wasn't. I, I had no idea. So yeah. I, I go do that press conference and I'm, you know, at, and it was a year suspension. So right after it happened, Coach Mack was like just get out of the building, figure out, because we were going to appeal it. Because, you know, we you know, we're going to try to wipe it. I didn't think I did anything wrong or whatever, see what's going on. Um, during the appeal process, he didn't want me in the building. He thought I was a distraction. 
So I wasn't, I was living in Gainesville, but I wasn't allowed to come in hmm. to the football building during this appeal process. He didn't, like I said, want me to be a distraction. So, to the team. so did you feel like, how, how long did it take you to figure out something was going on? Shortly thereafter. Uh, it was short. A couple of weeks. I mean, I, I was fig- I was so focused on the appeal or whatever, and then I kind of took a step back and was talking with my dad, talking with some people, and I, it was it was weird that he didn't want me around, yeah. especially as a leader of the team. I mean, yeah. for somebody they supported. Yeah, yeah, you know, and I I kind of got the hint. I went in and met with him two more times and was like, "Look, man, I I I'm gonna serve the suspension like." you know whatever it is like i may i may get this appealed like i don't know what it's going to be but then i want to be right back like i'll i'll do whatever i got to do to earn my spot and he was like i think a fresh start would be good for you wow whoa yeah so he and so he tells you a fresh start what's going on well so i think what's going on with little chadwick's head (laughs) so i think honestly like i had never got a good memory I, I never wanted to leave Florida. I loved the school. I, I, I you know, wanted to be there my whole career. Um, that was kind of like uh, the harsh reality was that was my head coach. And, like, I think, honestly, when I think about it, I, I, I think he was thinking of my best interest. I don't think – and I don't know, and I may be thinking, you know, glass half full here, but I, I truly think he was trying to help me and saying that, like – he could have just told me to stay, right? Compete for the job and then never, you know, really let me have it. Like when it came down do, to it. Do I, you believe because of what happened, it was kind of one of those things where it was a stain? I think, yes, I think that. And I think also that it, he didn't want, I, I think it was for sure there were some politics surrounding it in yeah. my mind. Like he didn't want, even if I served the suspension and come back, and I, I don't think it's, it would have been tough to put me back in that mm. in that starting role after given what had happened, even though it was an accident. Even though, it, you know, I didn't, you know, kill somebody or hurt any, like, but it was just, it was a stain for sure. Yeah, so he gave me a list of schools that I couldn't transfer to. I'm glad you could. Or that I could transfer to. Oh. He gave you a list? Yeah, of like these you can't go, so I couldn't go what? anywhere in Dang. the SEC. He said that? Yeah, he, he printed out a list. Wow. So he told here's you where, the schools. Here's where you can go. Here's way, but this was back when you could do that. <laughs> oh, oh, because they had to. Re- you, you can't do that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> this was back. So, so yeah. So he he gave me a piece of paper like this. Yeah. And it had like I couldn't go anywhere in the SEC or like anybody that was on the schedule yeah. in the next year or something like that, which was normal at the time. Like yeah. you just, you know, I think it's amazing he had that pap- paper on on hand though. <laughs> So I don't I, know if it was on it. I'm he, just like if he, he was, <laughs> he was to be he helpful. Went. And while we're here, but, hey. <laughs> but how do you, how do you, how do you, how do you be like, I'll be like, oh, well, maybe this maybe this is where we were starting to go, but that situation being labeled as a, as as a, as a stain, quote unquote, or you being called a distraction, and and of course you having to go through a suspension. How do you deal with that mentally? Yeah, it was when a that's lot. probably not your mo. Yeah, as a person. no, it, it was a lot because it didn't represent who I am like mm-hmm. it, that, I, I, I stay out of trouble in yeah. every way I mean I, I keep my nose very clean and that was a stain to the public eye but it was a huge stain on myself mentally yeah. like I had like messed up for the first time in my life I mean I'm talking you, about you didn't even know what you messed up on because yeah. people don't uh, people don't even realize PEDs isn't necessarily I mean you could it's a wide range of stuff it's a, it could bro it's cough medicine yeah, yeah. 
right? It's certain. It's 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 certain. Uh, even to the point of uh, certain um, aspirins. Mm. Like there's certain aspirins that you you can't take. Yeah, you got to be, and you know, I think it's talked about more now than it was when I was yeah. that age. But yeah. you you have to, as an athlete, you have you're, you're responsible. Like so, I well, I wonder how would the how. How was the coverage on you impacting you mentally? I think what impacted me the most was that I had messed up, like that it was all happening and it was my fault. Like there was nobody else to blame. Mm -hmm. You know, it was it was ignorance, but it was still. No, when you go back, what do you think it was that you took? I well, so it was like I was taking other guys pre-workout in the locker room. I was taking like I mean you a typical college kid. Yeah. Even was, in the pros they're like, "Hey, I'm done. I'm 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 blowing spark." So much stuff in pre-workout. Well, yeah. that's exactly yeah. what it was. It was just like a you know, <laughs> got that onyx. So, Will, I mean, you you've had to deal with a lot in in, in a short career. How, how do you deal with um the adversity in 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 college and and now even going into your program? How do you deal with just adversity overall? Yeah, I think the adversity has is, is made me better in all aspects. I mean, I, I don't s seek out adversity. Like, I'm, I'm not, I don't wake up and say, like, hey, what, what can I do to make my life It's funny how that works day? out. You never go seeking for yeah, it. Yeah. Right? Oh, there's it, some stupid ass <laughs> people out there. Let me go find me some adversity today. But <laughs> there's some dummies. But I will say that the, the leaps and bounds of growth in my career have always come when adversity happens, not at the top. You know what I mean? I yeah. think you're still growing, but I think when that adversity happens, like I've handled it in different ways, but as you figure it out and as you get through it, that's when I've made the biggest leaps in, in my development on and off the field. Um, so that's, I mean, in my mind, like like I said, I don't seek adversity, but I appreciate it. All right, when our last segment is called Deep Three, is Mitty? Deep Three, okay, first one. Really, you know, what are you thankful for the way you were raised, you know, obviously you you spoke about the divorce between your your parents, but being a being a father now, um, what is something that your parents, even though they were divorced, they gave you something that that they gave you a great outlook on being being a parent? Yeah, I think they, number one, they both loved me unconditionally mm. through anything. Like both of them separately were over the top about that. Like wow, like they always like. You know, care for me like that's special, right? Yeah, there. no, absolutely. To go I through mean, to go through a divorce and be able to separate mm -hmm. them and us. Yeah, but yeah. still love on the kids, yeah. man. That's, no doubt, they that's, they both were champions at that, and that's mm -hmm. why we have such good relationships. Uh, me and my brothers, with my mom and my dad, still is mm -hmm. is because of that, I believe. Um, but I think from a parenting perspective, having my own kids, they. One, they both got remarried and are in healthy marriages now, which is super cool to see, actually. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, them, you know, they they were married, had us, they got divorced, but then they found somebody else and mm -hmm. were able to be in a healthy marriage. So it wasn't, <laughs> they weren't right for each other, but neither of them clearly aren't, mm -hmm. you know, they haven't had problems with relationships since then. So I think it was, you know, cool to watch both of them be in another relationship and, and both of my step parents were awesome as well. Wow. I mean, we really, you know, I appreciated the way the entire situation was handled, although it was a bad situation. Like, 
they were always really respectful of separating all that was going on and hmm. um and us and i think what it taught me i think it taught me some of what not to do in a relationship especially with young kids um just from the you know with when my parents were together when i was younger um but i also think it taught me like you know in that you know how to you know treat your wife in front of your kids right how mm -hmm. to treat for me you know like that different things you kind of pick up on naturally i think that they were you know my mom and my dad both were always in front of us respectful of each other mm. um and i think that you know that was you know really cool of them and, and helped you know my parenting skills what's the most important thing that your dad taught you off the field mm. i think just overall respect mm. i think he was he was big on respect everybody janitor to to the ceo like the old saying they say i mean um so much so that i don't even i don't even see it that way like i i just see everybody as, as in people. it's like second nature to you yeah it's just second nature like i just have a respect for every being <laughs> animal human anything i mean i just i i respect the, the uh, everybody from for any situation they come from and especially if you don't know it i i have respect for whatever they, that that yeah. situation is um I think, you know, that's the biggest thing that he always instilled. Like, you know, it used to be yes, sir, yes, ma'am. It's not, that's not as cool or as popular today. Um, but that kind of bled into the respect for everybody thing. And that's, you know, that was, you know, his, his biggest thing was even, I mean, on the field too, but especially off the field, just respect. Now with your career where it is, you know, just trying to, you know, obviously trying to make it and trying to figure things out. Um, Whatever impact you have on the field, that's fantastic. You know, what what is what impact do you want to have off the field? I think any kind of positive impact I can make on any because I haven't, I don't have a specific foundation yet. I'm actually meeting with somebody after this um, that she runs a group called See Her Lead, and it's a group for uh, you know basically middle school, high school girls. Um, it's it's a leadership. Mm. Uh, summit they have you know weeks they have lessons they do camps they do um it's it's a super cool organization that she, that she set up she actually taught ninth grade english to me oh wow and we connected in and um started talking about this um her program and, and how she's grown and how i can get involved and, and help and um you know so I've, i i i love the idea of that having two daughters um that kind of hits close to home for me um but i think in general, like I, I, there's different things that I've experienced through my life that I want to, you know, be a part of. And, 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 but I, I really am still trying to narrow down and because instead of trying to do everything a little bit, I want to have a lasting impact on one thing. And I, it's been tough, honestly, to kind of, you know, put all my eggs in one or two baskets. And I, I feel like that's something I seek guidance on mm. is, you know, how can I, you know, because I I I I want to do the right. I want to do different things, but how can I do? What's the right thing to do? I mm -hmm. guess, and I think that's. Um, I feel so strongly about so many different issues and so many different things that are that are happening in this world, and especially they're they're highlighted when you have kids, and mm -hmm. you know, so many different things that I want to do or change, and and obviously I can't do them all. So I, I I really am in that place where I'm trying to figure out what is the the best way to go about it, what's the best thing 
to do without just you know shouting out everything and probably getting diluted in the in the wash and i and i think that's the 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 art i'm trying to figure out now but i do think the see her lead thing was kind of brought to me um i think it was meant to be you know it's it's a super cool thing and um i don't know quite uh how involved i'm going to be yet but i i love the idea of it and she's great at operating it on her own so she doesn't necessarily need me so i'm just going to be there to support and make it as, as good as possible and i'm excited to kind of watch that grow so that's cool yeah. you know not knowing what you want to do that's actually a great place yeah. to be mm -hmm. right and it, it'll evolve it'll grow as your family grows mm -hmm. as you grow as a dad as you grow as a person mm -hmm. just trying to decide on how what and where yeah. and so just allow that time of not knowing that's a healthy place to be yeah because what you don't want to be is a young man who has all the answers, mm -hmm. right? I was at, at, at that's who I was at times, and that didn't serve me well because I wasn't able to listen to mm -hmm. other people around me, mm -hmm. or listen to someone with a with a fresher perspective. Yeah, just a different perspective. Yeah, and yeah. you're kind of like, man, okay, move on, move on out the way. So that's good. That don't take you lacking knowing where to go as a as something negative. Take mm -hmm. that as something good because that means you can. You got time to shape it now. Yeah, you got time to shape it, and you may not. Well, I want to learn. I think yeah. that's important is, like, I want to, you know, continue to learn and hear different perspectives yep. and figure out, you know. And, and I think great things are done in teams. I believe mm. that. You know, I Absolutely. think, you know, I don't want to do anything alone, not because I don't think I can do it, but I think there's a better product when you get mm -hmm. different perspectives and different minds in one room and produce something. So, um, still kind of building that team. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's good, man. Well, well man, we appreciate you coming yeah. by. Yeah, it was yeah. good chat. I had a blast, yeah. man. Yeah. It was fun. You are a unique person. You are well worth it. You are competent. And most of all, you're lovable. I'm Steve Smith Sr. I'm Gerard Littlejohn. And this is Cut To It. Cut to it with Steve Smith Sr., that is me, is a production of Cut To It LLC, Balto Creative Media, The Black Effect, and iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. From Cut To It, executive producer Steve Smith Sr., co-host Gerard Littlejohn, talent and booking manager Joe Fushi social media team wesley robinson and john show from balto creative media cut to it is produced by brian baltashevich and meredith carter with production assistance by alex labreck production coordinator taylor robinson theme music by alex johnson lyrics and vocals by anthony hamilton you ain't heard about it then we're about to let you know it's all At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. 
Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.